This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Well, the Fed followed through on another rate hike despite the banking turmoil. Members of the Federal Open Market Committee raised the federal funds rate another quarter point on March 22nd. That brings the short-term rate to a range of four and three quarters to 5%. I'm Kathy Fedke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Fed Chief Jerome Powell said the collapse of two banks and the near collapse of a third did force Fed officials to consider a pause in rate hikes. But then he said they were persuaded to hike rates again because of stubbornly high inflation and a strong job market with strong wage growth. But Powell offered assurances that the central bank is prepared to protect the banking system. He also still believes there's a path to a soft landing. Powell says he expects the need for one more rate hike this year, while seven of the 18 Fed officials are forecasting two more rate hikes. If the short-term rate is raised another quarter point, the end range would be 5 to 5.25%. This is what the Fed has been shooting for all year, so it's really no surprise. But what is a surprise is the Fed sees higher end-of-the-year PCE percentage. The previously thought Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, or PCE, would end the year at 3.1%. It's now projecting a higher 3.3%, which is moving in the wrong direction from the central bank's 2% target. In the meantime, the Fed also needs to make sure the financial system remains stable. There's fear that nervous depositors could pull more money out of regional banks, which are already under stress. Federal regulators took control of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank and are making sure depositors get all their money back, despite the FDIC limit of 250000 The Fed also worked with the FDIC and the U.S. Treasury in the creation of a fund for banks that need to borrow money to cover deposits. As reported by BizNow, banks withdrew a total of $300 billion during the first week. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen also says the government is prepared to protect small banks from failures, but much of this stability depends on the confidence of depositors. Archie Brown of Cincinnati-based First Financial Bank told BizNow, the main thing is to make sure that the Fed is instilling confidence in the deposit base. As long as we do that, everything else will manage itself. The San Francisco-based First Republic had teetered toward failure with a $70 billion run on deposits, which is about half of its total. The bank received an infusion of cash from 11 large banks and the federal government to keep it from toppling. But experts are still worried about smaller regional banks, which is where a lot of commercial real estate investors get their loans. According to an article in Axios, small and mid-sized banks hold 67% of commercial real estate loans and 37% of residential real estate loans. Brad Kraus of the CRE Financial Consulting First Ascension said in an email to BizNow, If banks do end up struggling, the first thing we see here on the front lines is a reduction in their real estate exposure. He said if things get worse, they simply start quoting rates which guarantee profitability, thus effectively pricing themselves out of the market. Higher rates will push commercial real estate values lower. Kieran says those looking to sell anytime soon, especially those owners that are facing loan maturities, will have to offer their deals at higher cap rates to attract buyers. According to the Wall Street Journal, as much as $270 billion in commercial mortgages will mature this year. As these loans mature, Karen expects to see a major value adjustment for commercial properties, especially if we sink into a recession. 
Banks are also likely to cut back on lending as a way to preserve capital, especially if they expect the Fed to keep hiking rates. So keep that in mind when underwriting deals. Don't just assume that you can get refinancing or get an acquisition loan when it comes to commercial real estate. So far, there doesn't seem to be an impact on residential one-to-four unit lending. Well, that's it for now. You'll find more real estate news at newsforinvestors.com. When you're there, you can join for free and get access to all of the information on our website. That includes our investor portal, market data, and our experienced investment counselors. And I'll also be updating you on our syndication mastermind events coming up and our real estate tours in different markets that have been very popular among single-family rental investors. And if you're on Instagram, check me out at Kathy Fetke. And that's Fetke with two T's. There's somebody out there trying to pretend they're me with just one T in Fetke, but there's two. All right, have a great day. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.